Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Cinephasia. Good evening. <laughs> well, it could be day where you are. We don't know. But my name is George, and I'm here with Harry. And Spencer. <laughs> and Spencer has nothing left to yeah, say. Okay. <laughs> um, welcome to a very exciting episode. Today we will be reviewing Blade Runner 2049. We saw it yesterday. Most people are going to see it today, Friday. And... We can't wait to get into the review, but as usual, we're going to talk a little bit about what we've been seeing, any trailers, anything we're excited about, and then we're going to do our cinephasia moment, which Spencer will have the honors of doing today, and then we'll dive right in. What an honor. Boys, what's exciting? What are you mostly excited about outside of Star Wars? <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> I was going to say Star Wars is a joke, and you got there first. Yeah, I cannot uh. read minds. It's only because that trailer played yeah. uh, with Blade Runner yesterday, and I was like, that's not even a new trailer. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> it was the Why? same one. Why is this playing before Blade Runner? What were the other trailers, too? The other trailers were I was Nothing were left a big awful. impression. Something was, was bad. It's funny when you remember the commercials yeah. instead of the trailers. Yeah. I was not. That's true. I do not remember what the trailers were. Yeah. Probably because I was like, start the fucking movie already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like literally uh, 20, 25 minutes before the movie started. Yeah. We're also getting old. Is that what it is? Oh, <laughs> oh definitely. Probably... My knees hurt on this one, I told you, from sitting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I was like, oh, oh my knees. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. I'm also really excited we were recording, by the way, because I was supposed to be on a trip to film a short film, to shoot a short film in Atlanta, and I'm not. I'm here instead, but we get to do this review. Together. Consolation. So exciting. Consolation for us, George. Yeah, so anyone's listening, thanks for supporting us. Thanks. <laughs> for making me staying in Calgary. All three, a blessing. All three listeners who probably happen to be also our friends. We should all go thanks. out sometime. Thanks for listening. We'll buy you dinner. Yeah. <laughs> go get some pizza. 50 people show up. All right, all right. Well, so no trailers. Do it. Start no, talking about No trailers we can remember. Start talking about Call Me By Your Name. Get on it. Uh, you, I, it was on my list. I know it is. Yeah. So Also, it's on the list of review. So I'm not going to say too much about it because we're going to force Spencer to watch it and we're going to review it. Oh, okay. It is, well, I'm sure it's going to be something that more people are going to talk about when it actually releases later this month. Um, not even the soundtrack is released, but it's been going in, around through different film festivals. For like a year for now. For over a year, yeah. Like yeah. Sundance, wasn't it a hit? Uh, last time we talked to us, uh, I can see why we saw Call Me By Your Name at the Calgary International Film Festival a week and a half ago, two yeah. weeks ago. And I haven't felt that way in a very long time. Like that movie transported me, um, obviously living in the Mediterranean. It grabs you with the balls. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a gay theme movie. That's why Harry's making that joke. But the acting in it was amazing. I thought the... Um, just the it's it's the directing even i would go as far as to say like the cinematography some people would think okay it's nothing special but it's just it adds to the movie so much sublime and i i, I mean, i've heard that it's going to be nominated and i i am not surprised i love the film it was fantastic it was such a good movie and it doesn't i wouldn't even call it a gay thing it's a um, love story yeah it's just a love story period like i didn't feel but I guess it depends who you are. But I was like, this is a cool love story. It's fun. Like, it was awesome. Yeah, no, I would Emotional. recommend it to everyone. 
we can't say more i can't say more but we want to do an episode on that right so which netflix show did you finish this time <laughs> <laughs> hey, well we did finish shameless there season you go. seven and everything we're thinking of starting the british version <laughs> We are halfway through Glow, though. It's looking pretty good. And can I just say this new Netflix original cartoon, Big Mouth? Harry, I just told you about it. Yep. It's a, it's a mix between Family Guy and Rick and Morty, maybe. I don't know. But it's all about teenagers learning about their <laughs> hormones and sex. And it's hilarious. It's so well done. But very crude. Hmm. Yeah. We like it crude. It's funny. Yeah. So that that's another thing that we've been enjoying. I haven't been watching anything. I'm the, I don't know. I'm watching hockey actually now. Hockey season, of course, has started. <laughs> and uh, yeah, hockey. Hockey. Time to grow your beards, not uh, shave your legs, ladies, and watch hockey. <laughs> yeah. What? With a beer. <laughs> I was going to say, I have no problem with the legs part. That's what you do. I, I haven't watched anything. Call Me By Your Name was the last thing I remember. I probably watched stuff, but it's kind of like the trailers. But Harry, you, you, it wasn't memorable. So it's like, whoop. You just entered the world of OLED TV. I just did, yes. You bought a new TV. I just, yeah. Brilliant move. It does like <laughs> HDR and 4K. You were like. It does all this new high tech shit that um, they don't know yet which standards they're supporting or what's going on. But man, if you can get an OLED TV, get an OLED TV. That's all I'm going to say. It was beautiful. I saw it with my own two eyes. I've had a. 4K HDR TV sitting in a box in my basement for many, many, many months. What? Oh, many you serious? Months. Yeah. Yeah, it just sits there because we don't have anywhere to put it. What did Spencer? <laughs> I live in you didn't I even in open basement. the box and just like plug it in in it was, it was a good deal and you couldn't resist it and you bought it and then Right. It was actually no what it was, it was the um probably a better deal now. The uh Remember when everyone thought that uh, there was going to be the expiring um, air miles? Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. The expiring yeah. air miles thing. Right, so my right, dad right. actually wound up buying this thing with all of his bazillions of air miles. Oh. And then, of course, it turns out that you didn't need to buy anything, and they, like, refunded people's air miles. Oh. Or whatever. But he uh, had course. this thing delivered the to him. The absolute downs. And it's just been sitting Oh, first world box. problems. Right, exactly. They're 100%. <laughs> we don't have anywhere to put it. I don't live in it. I Spencer, live in a basement. even I would, like, put it... I would hold it in my hands and plug it into something. That's what I, I figured that you guys would be like. <laughs> just <laughs> put it in front of the other TV. Because <laughs> so we don't have anywhere to... There's nowhere to fit it. You can't fit that big of a TV. So anyway. I can just look at it, you know? <laughs> just check it out once. I love it. It's true. I was trying to set this one up without breaking it because Laura had to go to the washroom and I couldn't wait for like... <laughs> <laughs> like i'm gonna lift it by myself and i'm gonna put it like <laughs> fucking crazy people so you haven't watched anything yet on that um no i've been just playing with shows i started watching chefs played which is incredible by the way yeah so good and uh i did notice the difference between normal and hdr on that show <laughs> like when you put hdr on everything pops it's just beautiful yeah. and they have some demos like uh dolby demos because it does dolby vision and man the the colors i have never seen anything like this before no monitor no tv no screen that has colors or blacks like this thing hmm. insane now you're ready for when blade runner 2049 comes out yes that movie man we're gonna talk about it but that cinematography is gonna pop it's gonna pop 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 pop, pop, pop. <laughs> so it's funny because there's two quotes people would think we might be quoting mm -hmm. either community pop oh, yeah. pop yeah. or 
Fifth Element. Our favorite. It right. must pop, pop, pop. pop, pop, pop. <laughs> you do it better. I Good job, sir. Talking about screens and stuff and shit, did you find the IMAX a little bit like fucking dimmed yesterday or not so pop, pop, pop? pop, pop? pop? <laughs> not so pop, pop, pop. It was, okay, so here's the thing. Uh, someone I know from work is going to see an IMAX, is going to see Blade Runner tonight. And I believe he also saw um, Dunkirk in IMAX. And you know, my criticism of Dunkirk was that it was stupidly loud. Yes. Like unbelievably loud. Blade Runner last night, not so loud. No, it was good. No, the not, sound was perfect. Not so loud at all. But also... It's the yeah, image that I felt was Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe a little bit. I don't know. I mean, it's, a, it's supposed to be a sort of toned down... Maybe it's also our but, theater is getting older too. I think the theater is getting older. I don't maybe know. Maybe this is your eyes. Maybe, maybe your eyes are older now. Okay. Maybe my eyes, yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. It, it, it could be. I just didn't feel like, you know, the purples and the oranges. I didn't feel like. Yeah. It didn't seem as as uh, saturated or as, um, yeah, you're right. It didn't have that pop, pop, pop. Yeah. We're, um, maybe a little pop. bit. Pop. Are you guys going to see Mother? No. Why? I'm going to see it when it comes out at home. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably. I'm not going to the theater for Mother. Same thing with Baby Driver. I'm not going to go try to find... Is it still in theater? Baby Driver no. is out already, isn't it's it? Out? It's out on iTunes now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, to buy. Next or week, it uh, could be one of those fake things where you think it's out for rent and you click on it and it says buy now. Yeah, okay. it is one of those. So stupid. They Apple, do, get your shit together. I hate it. They do that on purpose. Two weeks I before know, you can rent the movie so, so they can get the people who want to buy it first. so ridiculous. But I think it's coming out for rent this Tuesday. Same with spider-man i haven't seen that or spider-man or wonder woman yeah spencer if you're free next week we're thinking of showing wonder woman to harry Hmm. i shouldn't have phrased it that way you said you're the one who said want to watch wonder woman (laughs) why did i say show harry wonder we're gonna put him on the chair time down down. check this out Harry. keep his eyelids open She's a woman, Harry. <laughs> it's a woman superhero, Harry. A Wonder Woman. Is it out? I Everybody's already? trying to have a funny accent in this movie. I would love to watch it again. Robin Wright is having a funny accent in this movie. <laughs> Speaking of Robin Wright, you need to watch Congress. We've talked about this before. Yes. Is it on Netflix? It's also October. <laughs> what else are you guys looking forward to? Because I'm looking forward to Stranger Things Season 2. When is that coming out? October. Oh. <laughs> it's already October. I'm looking forward to Westworld end. next year, probably. Oh, yeah, that will be interesting. I kind of don't care about it anymore. Like the I last, I think episodes. season two is going to be more interesting. What the fuck? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I made you swear. <laughs> well, it is. Uh, yeah, it lost me near the end. I don't know why. Really? Oh, I I, wa- yeah, I mean, it did decline mm-hmm. for sure. I, the I beginning was it started strong, ended not as strong. I'm hopeful, but I guess. Man. Agreed. I agree with you on that one. I'm looking forward to watching season seven of Game of Thrones. Yeah, you haven't seen that. No. Oh, I can ruin it right now. Do it. <laughs> Cinephasia moment. Spencer? Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> We're going to take it way back again to... To my youth. Um, <laughs> In a world. This just came up when I was thinking about what I was going to talk about. <laughs> um, and it's significant. Blade Runner. 
the original Blade Runner. I'm thinking of the original Blade what? Runner. What? Is an aphasia moment from Blade Runner? No, it's not from Blade Runner. Uh-uh. It related to Blade Runner, and it's related oh. to Ridley Scott in general, which ah. I think is why I, I... I don't know if I should get super excited or super depressed about No, that. no, no. You won't be super depressed. It's like his movies. Um, I mean, I, I grew up watching movies with my family all the time, obviously, but um, I don't think anyone in my family considered themselves like a... a they're not like a film connoisseurs. Like, they're <laughs> not like, you know... We never really talked about movies. We didn't even necessarily discuss them. We didn't, I had movies that I enjoyed. My sister wanted to watch certain movies. We watched certain movies as a family. Um, but I never really thought about the kind of movies that my parents enjoyed. I knew that, I'm talking about some of the best science fiction movies ever, my mom apparently walked out of 2001 in theaters, if you can believe it. <laughs> Right. If you're, right, right, right. you have to be. If you can see of, Harry's face to, right now. He's just like, oh. My you have to be God. a little bit of a connoisseur. You do have to. You do if, have to. If like you're someone who like, doesn't go right. to the theater and you go in the first movie you choose right. is 2001, you might have a little bit of a. Yeah, you probably would not have a good time. But still, time. it was like, you know, my dad was horrified by this. This was like an embarrassment for like my dad. I don't. I don't. You know, whether they saw this movie together, I don't think so. But. Um, <laughs> But science fiction has always kind of played a, a a role in sort of the movies that we wanted to watch. My sister was a huge science fiction nerd. She had read like the entire canon of major science fiction by like grade five. I mean, it was ridiculous. My sister has read everything. She's uh, Wonder Woman. She is Wonder Woman. And um, so because of that, I think there was like this background to some of these movies that I just didn't understand. And my dad has read so much of these, these works of science fiction too. So... My my sister and my dad, I think, had this kind of connection on some of the, the movies that we wanted to watch. But Blade Runner and Alien, and Blade Runner especially. I remember saying something about Blade Runner at one point when like I knew a little bit about this movie and we were gonna we we're gonna watch it or it was gonna be like broadcast on television or something like that. And I remember saying, So like so these these people in this in this movie, they're like robots, right? And my dad corrects me. <laughs> like as and I remember I still remember that I was like I was you know, he's like, No, like they're they're replicants in this in this movie and he's like and i'm like so they're like robots or whatever and he's like no they're not robots and i was like why does my dad care about this <laughs> distinction i'm like this kid i like i have no idea what you're talking about but then i see this movie and it's it's strange to think that like alien is one of them it's one of i think it's still one of his favorite movies probably too if you asked him but Blade Runner is one of his favorites too, and Blade Runner became my favorite movie and i i think i didn't know when I heard him talk about this movie that way, that it obviously had this impression that it had left on him too. And to, to know the kinds of, um, the kinds of movies that he was interested in and in and what he kind of took away from these things. Wait, so Blade Runner is one of your favorite movies? Oh yeah. I didn't know that. What? Look, Blade Runner and Alien. I've said it many times. Ridley Scott is an amazing director. I can't believe that you still never seen the duelists ridiculous because it's so good and that's why i've been so disappointed by the the long fall of ridley scott as a director and uh yeah because i am even more excited to hear if you liked the movie last night now or not (laughs) yeah this is a good this is a good segue but so this is the thing i i remember that that one thing i don't remember exactly what he said i don't remember the the exact phrasing of it if i was like they're like robots or they're like cyborgs or some you know stupid thing that i said (laughs) yeah and he's just like what are you talking about and and that I was like corrected on this of like, 
you know, I was like, Mike, why does my dad care? Like, does my dad care about movies at all? And like, he doesn't talk about all these other movies. I mean, but like, this was something that he was like, no, 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 you got to get this right because it's a That's significant so funny. thing. It's a it's a poignant part. It's an important part of the story, and it's an important part of this film. And I think that gave me this mystique a little bit around what this movie was going to be like and then seeing it growing up and watching it again and again and still remembering that that like um that my father had a an effect on me about the way that I perceive this movie and how I should approach it and it it's left an impression on the way I still think about this movie did you think of that at all during the movie yesterday um Maybe a little <laughs> bit. I, I, I definitely had the movie in mind. Like, I definitely had it. And that was, we'll talk about it as we go into this thing. But I, I always think of, I mean, people talk about the greatest science fiction films of all time. And 2001 is often touted as probably the best or one of the best. One of the best. Top five, yeah. maybe. But Blade Runner also. I would say that Blade Runner is my favorite science fiction film. I would venture to say that it's probably the best of all time you get but my vote on that top, too top five anyway if you don't yeah. if you don't want to pick one and whatever i'd say that it's still within the top five of the best Blade Runner is in the top three top three yeah <laughs> top three yeah top three. exactly <laughs> top three number one either way <laughs> it's up there and so good. i i kept that in mind but i don't think i would have had that that desire to understand this movie if i if i hadn't remembered my dad being like uh this is important you have to uh, uh, uh. you have to remember this important part about this movie and that it wasn't just something that you could just you know well since you took us back there i wanted to mention do you remember harry in greece you bought the blade runner adventure the fmv adventure of course game? i do yeah that was pretty cool it was a fantastic game I, what i can't the remember, enhanced part was hilarious the, i remember yeah, i would never forget that part. it actually had an enhanced 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 enhance. But mm. I, what I can't remember is, were you playing as somebody else, like a different agent, right? Cause it was a different Blade They Runner. didn't get Harrison Ford. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't know. Yeah, but it was pretty cool to revisit that world in a, in a point-and-click FMV mm. adventure game. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Classic. Cool. Thank you very much, Spencer, for sharing your Cinephasia moment. Yeah, that gets me, like I said, even yeah, more excited totally. to hear what you thought of the film. Every civilization was built off the back of a disposable workforce. But I can only make so many. Happy birthday. There is an order to things. That's what we do here. We keep order. is built on a wall that separates kind. Tell either side there's no wall. You bought a war. You're a cop. I did your job once. I was good at it. All right, everybody. Shit. Put on your seatbelts. We're going into Blade Runner 2049, spoiler-free review. I have not been this excited. Do I, do I say this every time? To Probably. hear what you two think. <laughs> I'll splice something up for you. <laughs> what, do you what do you two think about last night's movie? Okay, before we, go, before we go into this, you guys remember on Signal, I'm talking 
about how hyped I was for this movie. Yes. Well, you, I you sounded like I you, can't you, even you, express <laughs> how hyped Spencer was. Like he, his messages stopped making sense after a while. You were texting like you smoked some weed or something. Right. I hadn't. It was just I was going that deep on that one. Jacques Cousteau down to the bottom of Zebrani Deep for that one. I was I was deep into the hype. There was some poetry there. there right. Yeah, so <laughs> Yeah, it was incredible. I was hyped for this movie. Yes. I I was extremely I was hyped for this super movie. Hyped. I, I haven't been. I was trying not to be. I haven't been this hyped for a movie in a long, long, long time. I don't think I don't get hyped for movies that much anymore. But this was yeah. and this was, was it because super hyped. of you personally looking forward to it, or was it because of the advertising and the trailers and? It's just, because it's Blade Runner. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. It's and it's Blade okay. It's, it's because it's Blade Runner, and I did what a lot of people. Are, what some people? It's that's that too. It's. So, uh, there are many things. Uh, there are many yeah, things that yeah. that came up. I think that that added to the hype. One, it's Blade Runner. Two, it's our the the brilliant director now gets to to take this thing. It's a a, a great lead actor. We we're talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, Roger Deakins. It's Roger Deakins doing cinematography again Shit. with our uh, with our favorite director. Yes, favorite. Yeah, yeah. I would say so. Right now, yeah, he top. is one top three. one of the top right <laughs> he's now. One of the top directors for me too. He yeah. he's like when people were growing up and they were saying like, "Hey, I, 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 you know, you're watching all these masters at work." Yeah, how many do we have now? We don't, and he is one of you're them. You're seeing it happen. You're seeing this guy's career yeah. happen right now, and mm. it just keeps going. I would disagree. Up. There's a bunch of people who I would consider masters right now. But with uh, this level with of this hype, level this level of hype, that's the thing. Is like. I haven't heard this much buzz about a Canadian, well, he's, French Canadian film director in like decades. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. And he's working like, in Dune next, right? Right. Is he's that guaranteed? Getting, yeah, apparently. He's, he's getting all the good ones. So you're you're seeing a meteoric rise, if you will. I hate that phrase, but you're seeing the meteoric rise. Amazing oh, good for him. Director, mm-hmm. right? So all this stuff adds up. Right. It added up hype. to hype, 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 hype that you hype. were at the bottom of. Yeah, it was it was many atmospheres of hype and <laughs> I couldn't get I, out of it without getting I couldn't the nerd bends as Colbert once said. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> the hype so, was so strong. I was getting annoyed by all the commercials and extremely annoyed in all the trailers. Well, I I I'm read like, the reviews off. too. Like I scan the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. I know some people don't do that now because oh. they don't want anything before you to watch influence. the movie. Yeah, you're yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Wow, you're yeah, no. crazy. I, I want to know. I want to know what's gonna happen. I want to prepare myself. No. and the reviews were so good. No, they were so good. Uh oh, the reviews were so oh, good. Uh oh. I, yeah. I feel there's a butt coming. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's just keep going. Okay. So, right. so much hype. Who's going to talk so, first? And I hype. kept my levels because uh, you guys were so excited. I'm like, I'm just going to keep mine down and I'm hoping it's going to be an amazing film. I thought you were going to drink the Kool-Aid, George. I thought you were going to get hyped up too. I thought I was going to suck you down to the bottom with me. Secretly, like. I was. I have a special <laughs> connection with the original Blade Runner. Like that movie... And I'll explain why later when we talk about this one. It will make sense. But that movie's like... oh. In my heart. Yeah. All right. I think my everyone, I think everyone <laughs> is, is tired of your balls and they just want to know. <laughs> Did you like the movie? No. Do I have to go first? Fuck off. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not going first. Yeah. No. How about on one, two, three, we all say what we thought? No. That's, that's, that's completely anti <laughs> And then hopefully people can understand what's going on. Okay, I'll uh, go first. Fine. Okay. Here, yeah, yeah, George. Go. I'll go first. George. So, uh, yeah, I came in with we'll, like... We'll go by hype levels. I, you had yeah. the least. I, I don't think I oh, was high as uh, Spencer. I'll go yeah, second. Yeah, okay, perfect. <laughs> okay. Um, so, I went in 
and I'm a huge fan of the first movie too, and I recently watched it again, and I was not expecting anything than what happened uh, because of all the things you mentioned. The, re- the, the director, the people involved, the actors, the cinematography, oh my God, like I was smiling from ear to ear the entire movie. I loved it. I thought it was so brilliantly shot. The, the sounds and the music and the visuals combined, I could sit there for another four hours and just sit back. I mean, my knees might start hurting like yours, but yeah, I loved it. I can't say anything else anymore. I mean, um, I love Ryan Gosling. I love the directing. I love the pacing was a little slow for some people, but I expected that from the first movie. Um, and I, that world materialized in the way that it did uh and all the colors and all the i can't even i I will keep going if i don't stop now but it was brilliant i had such a good time fantastic (laughs) harry (laughs) um i came out of the theater and this is hard to say but i did not like the movie Whoa! It is hard to say because it, it's not a hundred percent. What it's it's difficult. Okay, so I'm like, while I'm watching the movie, we're gonna go into spoilers later, and we're gonna talk about a lot of things. But I found a lot of things that were negative to me, and a lot of things that were positive. And the movie completely divided me while I'm watching it. And I'm coming out of the theater, and I was upset, and I didn't like the movie. And then I had like 24 hours since yesterday to think about it. And the more that I think about it, the more I'm liking it. And it's the same thing that I, I did with the original Blade Runner, I think. It didn't make sense while I'm watching it. It was slow. Like there was so many... It was beautiful, but it was slow and like some, some things felt could be shorter. Uh, and then I went away from it. And I started thinking about it and I started thinking about the things that it makes you think about because this movie makes you think about a lot of things. Um, and then the more I think about those, the more the, th- the things that I saw on the screen are becoming r- more real, more 3D, <laughs> more something. And I'm at the point now where I, I can say that I, two things. First, I need to see it again. As soon as possible, not in the theater. Uh, that affected me negatively uh, with this film. I did not enjoy the experience of seeing this film with other people at all. Um, not because of the usual theater reasons, but because um, it's a film that I need to be by myself and I need to probably have a drink and I need to start thinking. I need to like put my brain into the super thinking mode because it's not used to with like a lot of the movies that we watch now. This thing takes you into very existential, you know, places. And I need to be in that spot. So I'm going to watch it again by myself. And I'm going to make a decision. I'm going to see if I like it or not then. So for now, I'm like, maybe, I guess. (laughs) I don't know if all that makes sense. (laughs) People know you by now, Harry. It makes total sense. All right. (laughs) Oh, now tell me. I'm excited, Spencer. Uh, Yeah. Um... It's it was it it was interesting to have that like they said to be like that hyped up for a movie and to the last remember the last movie I was this hyped for 
Mad Max. Right. And Mad Max delivered well beyond my expectations. I still can't shut up about that movie. Like I still it's can't. True. I still can't shut up about that movie. <laughs> and I I was it was incredible to have that high of expectations at at this age now. Like I'm not like ten being like, Wow, this is gonna be amazing. Like I I don't get hyped for movies anymore. And to to see a movie and to have it delivered beyond your expectations is now such a rare experience that I don't imagine that it is going to happen very often anymore. Blade Runner is like, I think we probably, even though I could say this is like, you know, probably my favorite film, probably I think one of the best science fiction films ever created, but maybe I, I give it too much credit. And I know some people are going to see this and be like, I don't really like that movie. And that's fine. But Blade Runner for me is like a holy relic of a movie like it's not just a a film that you like harry said like if he needs a drink to like sit down and watch this movie it's not a movie that is that i i put in the same realm as other movies that i might watch that i still think are fantastic but it's it's a lot it's a lot to live up to and the reviews were like this is an amazing sequel this really lives up to you know the first film you really have that kind of um you're not going to be let down by it and yada 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 it doesn't live up to the first film for me. I didn't feel like this lived up to uh, to what the original was, and maybe that's just because it is this like holy relic in my mind, and it it has taken on this this place in my uh, in my life of you know how I really think of this movie. It's it's difficult to ever kind of approach that because, like we said, amazing cinematography, amazing cinematography, just like really some of the best stuff you're ever going to see like it's it's so incredible amazing director amazing performances and not even the performances that i was expecting to be amazing like i mean i think we we like ryan gosling harry i know you're saying that some people maybe don't like ryan gosling yeah but, we're chatting ahead because like the dude is good man. right so i was expecting a good performance but um i've got the notes here the the woman who played um joy anna darmas yeah. yeah amazing performance love sylvia hoax you know who i'm talking about i thought you said love sylvia folks oh, yeah. but that's her love name that's her name movie. that's the yeah. name right her name love yeah. unbelievable yeah. unbelievable stuff totally uh an amazing performance um the music i know harry you were kind of um a little bit disappointed that Johan was not involved in this one. I'm assuming you were you disappointed. You mean Mangelis? No, no. Johan Johansson was going to be... Yeah, he he was still involved, but they brought the other guy in to help, right? What's his name? The... Zimmer. No, it was... He's like contractually obligated not to say anything. They I listened to the soundtrack on the way over. It's... it's. Um, I also listened to the soundtrack today. What? It's, uh, it's Benjamin uh, Walfish and Hans Zimmer doing the music johan johansson apparently i mean i don't know if like he won't get maybe he wrote some stuff but he doesn't have credit what yeah yeah so it's not been there i don't know i don't know and i i think the music was still very good it's not it's not vangelis level yeah music. Of like it, it was more a nice atmosphere they did some really interesting things with that too i i thought the the throat singing yeah, I like that. To to have something to have a soundtrack from the original where it's it's all synth 
music and it's that's it's incredible for that and then to put that in there where you like it's actual vocals i'm assuming it's actual vocals to have a human element in it like that that was that still has this this relationship to synthesizers it was the music was was still really awesome as well i really enjoyed it um yeah some great scenes some some great performances amazing cinematography um and it was still enjoyable but it did not it did not live up to huh I interesting think, what so in my mind. what you guys learn don't get hyped no i'm just kidding no <laughs> no because you like i said like i you it's, can be delivered on these things fury road delivered so beyond my expectations i was totally floored by that movie i was not totally floored by this movie and i have to say like there were some things i don't like which i will mention in the spoiler side yeah of things like there's obviously yeah i walked out of the theater too going well like yeah like i mean i said i loved it and of course i did for the reasons i mentioned but uh as a movie, there were some things missing, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, like- I, uh, you know me. I love slow movies. No problem. I love long movies. No problem. I really believe that this could have been 20, at least 20 minutes shorter than what it was. And I think it would have been a better movie. Um, maybe long for home viewing but for the theater it could have been 20 minutes like at home make it three and a half throw all the extras in there let me watch as much as i can because i can stop and watch it again or whatever right but for the theater i felt like it was too long and uh, the specific scenes that i'll mention later that i think could have been completely cut out of out of this film mm-hmm. but yeah cinematography like we discussed right the music i have problems with the music and the way it was used mm-hmm. it was great uh but i find that there were too many moments that had no music Mm. That could have benefited from having music because it's such a it's it, this music is classic like they use the same uh, some of the same instruments right they try to do some of that stuff and I love it and in the first Blade Runner I I felt like maybe I'm remembering wrong but there was more of it throughout the film it added even like a little yeah yeah it yeah, was yeah. it was more there was so many shots in this film that didn't have any music uh, that didn't make sense to me but. Um, yeah, the the acting was great. I have to disagree with you on Sylvia Hoax. I th- I didn't like her character. No. I didn't like her acting. Um, maybe it was the character. Maybe it was the acting. I can't really tell. Uh, but everybody else did great. And I had another issue. the The environments were great and they were beautiful. I just it didn't feel like they were as populated as the original Blade Runner. Yeah, I think that was intentional. I've heard that that was intentional. Okay, maybe. Yeah. It just the, I get there's very there's It is in the future and everybody should know that probably the world is even worse than before, right? Well, and more people have moved off planet. Like I mean that's the the original the story originally was intended is that that people have been moving off planet. It right, is, right. He's one of the few kind of people that's actually remaining behind the um Right. Well, although perhaps, they they show, I mean they the the initial crawl over the the city it's incredible. It's huge. Yeah, it's, it's enormous, it's and you're up, like, right? And, right? and you're like, how are there so many people here? And you expect it to be more crowded. Yeah, I think, and and it's not that crowded. Right. So you you have to kind of fill in, I think, later on to think, okay, there were people mm-hmm. here, and it's actually and, uh, yeah. And I do want to mention something about that initial air, you know, drone style. Oh, anyway, before we get into spoilers, we should probably mention a little bit about what this movie is about. So. So Ryan Gosling plays <laughs> Officer K. If you don't know, you don't know what Blade Runner is about. <laughs> if you don't know, then you can go fuck yourself. Ryan Gosling plays <laughs> go Officer K, 
a new Blade Runner for the Los Angeles Police Department. Who and my laptop died, so I will not tell you what the movie is about. <laughs> hey, were I'll tell you, you what the movie is about. Were you da- getting there from IMDb? Let me fill you up. Yeah, just a young it. Blade Runner's discovery of a long buried secret leads him to track down former Blade Runner Rick Deckard, who's been missing for thirty years. And Harry, can you tell us what Blade Runner stands for? No. Boring, long, ad nauseum. Because nobody fucking explains <laughs> where the Blade Runner came from, the name. They run on blades. <laughs> no. All right. Spoiler review. Let's chop this up. You should put in some little of the Vangelis tinkling. Yeah. Instead of instead of that. Yeah, we should just change it up. Yeah, yeah. All right, spoilers. Harrison Ford does not die in this movie. Shocking. On purpose. Guaranteed that maybe they changed this. They, uh, you can tell that they they didn't want to do it after Star Wars. Because yeah, he dies on Star Wars, and then this one. Yeah. So Ryan Gosling dies though, right? Yeah. Uh, I, apparently. Yeah. I would yeah. say. I mean, we're, starting, we're starting straight from the we're end there. From yeah. the end, we go back. Uh, yeah, movie. totally. It's left ambiguous, but, you know, again, yeah. I would. Yeah. Right. I think it does. Yeah. Less and let's answer Who's the... shaking the table? Oh, probably <laughs> me. Okay. And let's answer the other ambiguity that everybody has. Is no, we Deckard, still don't know. We still don't know if no. Deckard is a... Because he could have been a human screwing a cyborg. Okay, Sorry. A, a what? Thing. A replicant? A replicant. Cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> The, there's a big chat with Wallace. You're, you're the door person. My, my dad just. Yeah. Fuck! Why are we Rem jumping again. to this right away, you guys? Because um, we said that we're gonna do it unorthodoxically. Yeah, <laughs> completely. They, I like that they did that. I'm gonna be honest because Ridley Scott was like, he's a replicant. Ridley Scott, when he's out and talking, right, about right. It, he's like, Deckard is replicant. That's obvious. And they, I mean, they, they really say it during this movie. It's not. It's not really ambiguous. Clearly said. They yeah. say what? Well, they, they that say... he's a replicant? They say that uh, these replicants are aging and they're still alive. Yeah. They say that in the title text. Yeah. Everybody's aging. Uh, they say... Where else do they say it? Kim and I were talking about this on the way home. They say there's some other scene. There's some other scene where they insinuate right. that he's But I liked how it wasn't clarified. I Yeah. It was definitely not clarified because, like, okay, first of all, Wallace, who's a bad guy, bad guy, I guess, something in quotations. Well, that was one of the issues I had with the film, but anyway, go ahead. He's, he's the guy who, so Tyrell, uh, because of all the issues with uh, the um, replicants back then, pretty much bankrupts, the company bankrupts, and then Wallace comes in, and he's the guy who came up with the way of feeding people so we don't die from no yes. having food, right? He developed, like, artificial farming or something like that? Yeah, those worms. Uh, fuck, what were they called? Protein. These maggots that are... Yeah. yeah right. So because of him, every, everybody doesn't die. So he gets, I guess, super rich and super powerful because this it is the future that it's bleak and corporations run the world. And his corporation takes over Tyrell and takes over whatever Tyrell was doing. Mm-hmm. And he continues and he improves on it and he comes up with the Nexus 9? Some... Nexus New 8. version of a replicant. They've been banned on Earth. That's the principal part of the, the original story, too, is that replicants are not allowed on Earth because right. they rebel. 
Because and replicants were originally created because they were stronger and they were good for labor, right? Well, they wanted yeah. like they they wanted them to to use them off world to do things that people couldn't right. do. Right. But then that's that's all that they were allowed to do in the in the first film. It's it said that they eh. they one of them was a sex worker in the first film. Well, right. So they were doing things that that humans didn't humans necessarily didn't want to do either. They right. were doing whatever, but then they were banned from being on Earth, so they were only being used in off world right. scenarios. So all those in the first movie were Nexus 6s. And Nexus 6s had a four-year lifespan on purpose because humans thought that they were going crazy, but what's happening is they were, going, from, they were getting a soul. They were getting sentient. It was the, to prevent them from having cognition. In the right. story, the, in the original story, Philip K. Dick talks about it, and it's it's not because they intentionally did it. It's because they don't know how to, to build them to last longer than that. Oh would, yeah. Okay. In the original story. That's the that's the. That's interesting because then the Nexus Eight, which is what these guys are in this movie, they don't have a four-year lifespan. Right. They. It's not necessary for them to have a four-year lifespan. Right. They and, can live forever because they're much more. Um, they don't rebel. They're not. They're they're docile. They don't develop this soul or something that you're talking about, right? Like they. That's the point of them not having a four-year lifespan. They don't need to have a four-year lifespan, but they're tested regularly presumably that's the nine nobody tests the eights because what happened is there was those were tyrell models and then there was the 10-year blackout so they don't they don't know where the eights are on earth anymore and nobody's hunting them and there's no records or anything so they're they're doing their own thing that's Mm, interesting right that's 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 what happened that could be right yeah yeah okay okay i don't know (laughs) I'm confused. I'm as confused as George is right now. But I think I'm that like, was exp- hmm. I, I think that was explained yesterday. But I, I could be when he goes to the archives and there's this guy and he starts talking. Oh, we the only thing that survived was paper because the computers all go bleaked th- during the blackout. And I think uh, it was lost a, all the pictures. Right. Yeah, and I think it was a 10 year blackout, and they were lost all the records. That's yeah. why they, all these replicants that are Nexus eights can go and do their own thing, and nobody. They're still hunting right. them, but they don't have any clues or they don't have any right. data or, right, or right. nothing. Yeah. That's the same reason why Harrison Ford, uh, Deckard, was able to escape with what we're going to talk about later uh, and hide and nobody knows where to find him. And another interesting thing that... Um, Wait, so not, why would he need to continue to hide if he wasn't a replicant? He was hiding so he doesn't, he doesn't have any info and they don't get any info from him to go oh, okay. find who know who. Okay. He okay. says that in the movie too. Well, okay. We're in spoiler zone. We are, right. But Okay, say. well, the biggest spoiler is that he had sex or whatever he did, I guess it must have been sex, <laughs> with, his, with his love from the first movie at the end. Right. Um, oh, what's her name? Rachel. 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 And, and they, had, they had a kid. And they had a kid, which we find out in a very, very beautiful way. It's the beginning of the film, and I really like this part. I really enjoyed it, where he goes to find another Nexus 8, and he kills the Nexus 8, and then he finds this box under a tree. Trees don't exist anymore. And then I loved how, if you noticed, the tree was being held up. Yeah, yeah, by, yeah, me too. The roots are dead, obviously. And then inside this box, they find these uh, bones, and these bones are Rachel. They don't know, but he zooms in with like and super enhanced, 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 enhanced. <laughs> lasers. The same as same as recalling scenes of uh, you know of uh, the original where they they zoom in and they can see yep. the the serial number on the right the eye or whatever they're looking at. Yeah, and he sees the code and it is Rachel's code and 
you, they can also tell that that those bones, they can tell first that those bones, that was a pregnant woman that died during childbirth, and then they find out that it was a replicant. So that's where, like, everything just goes, what? And that's why he was hiding, because he didn't want to know anything about the kid, because he knew that the kid would change everything. He didn't want to know where the kid is. He Nothing. Stay away from it. And then he was hiding because, first of all, he's a bitter asshole. He was in the first movie too, right? Right. Am I? Yeah. Uh, 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 yep. He's kind of like Harrison Ford in his old age now, I guess. <laughs> you were waiting to say that. <laughs> I was. <laughs> no, no. He, he's, he's still a kid. He's cool. But that's why he's hiding. He doesn't want to know anything. And he says in the movie that sometimes um, to love somebody, you have... You, you can also love somebody and let them go or to love you love somebody you have to be a stranger to them right and be a stranger to them right, right. cool so that's the that's the big so that's the big story and there's not a lot of story is there it's, it's just it's a it's like an investigate what do you call those movies like where there's like an investigation and a right. clue leads you to the next scene and the clue leads you to the next procedural scene. Perce- yeah is that what they call it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a neo-noir yeah right Totally. There was more story here. There was more going on than in the original. Yeah. But um, still not enough, I felt. I see I'm the opposite. I thought that there could have been less mm. of a of a screenplay to this and it could have been shorter. The film could have been shorter right. and there could have been less. I agree. Like what the the feels like they're building up to a sequel. Yeah, that's why it was yeah, this yeah, long. Yeah. yeah, and that's that I wasn't as wild about because the brilliance of Blade Runner is that there is very little there, and the what is not story is mood, and you can sit there and dwell in both of those places, and it's it's slow. It's not a fast paced movie. It takes a lot to. No, it's a very slow burn. That's why. And it's, but it's, oh, it's but it's but it's balanced totally right. This movie, on the other hand took a in my opinion it took a while to ramp up and to really get going yeah and it kept going and it and eventually it almost we'll talk about it i guess later but it almost got away from itself towards the end i was waiting this is like one of the biggest issues i have with this film i feel like almost the whole movie i was waiting i'm like oh now it's gonna oh oh now 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 we're gonna take off like now now it's gonna happen now it's gonna get really good and what we kept getting was like Oh, two amazing moments, minutes. Oh, let's go back to like super slow. Yeah. Oh, oh, this is incredible. From now on, it's going to be, it's going to take off. Yeah. And then finally, and then you like, go back. Where the hell is Harrison Ford? <laughs> yeah. You had to be sustained by those, the, we're talking about some of the performances, the, some of the beautiful cinematography. There were some awesome scenes, the, the scenes of the, the, giant like hologram ballerinas, the toes. Those were cool. Dancing. In the street, within when, the crowd. Yeah. Oh yeah, like totally amazing stuff. And that stuff, that stuff, totally kept me going. The scene better than Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The 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 scene, my favorite scene actually, I think from the entire movie was one that had already been in the commercials, so I'd already seen it. But which one? The scene with um, Mackenzie Davis. I think it's Mackenzie Mackenzie Davis. Mackenzie Davis. Um, halt and catch fire. Yeah the the prostitute yeah with her flanked by the other two walking towards him 
so good that yeah. was an amazing shot i mean that's yeah i'm, I'm watching that and i'm just like this is this is amazing this is enough to pay 20 dollars to see this and i'm not even kidding like it takes it takes yeah. everything to get any amount of money and the way they looked totally amazing. brought me back to the yeah, original yeah. that it, was absolutely an amazing shot I agree and those sort of things sustain me and i'm very excited you didn't say the the sex scene <laughs> no oh i no, love no. the sex no. scene. really no, i absolutely I, I hated, hated it the oh i hated it I hated it. No, because it was a sex scene, but because I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. They're going to sink the body with the fucking thing, and then he's going to have sex thinking that it's the thing. And it just I kept get going. It. Why does it have to be five minutes long? Yeah. Oh, I liked it. I get it. <laughs> like, yeah. fuck. The moment they sink their, fin- their hands, yeah. cut it. That was, yeah. No, no. Yeah, I wanted to see more. Why? There's no way. I wanted to s- I wanted even The movie's a- two hours and 45 minutes. Even, There's absolutely no point in seeing anything else in even that Even from scene. a technical perspective, I liked it. I also, you know what? I felt like they were, after having that sex scene being a little longer, I felt more connected when she got disappeared at the end. It I felt me, like... It, felt, uh, it got me a little I didn't, bit more. I, didn't, I felt like that scene was only to further a plot point of them tracking him and her showing up they've introduced her and they need to reuse her again it was like it was the, the scene in her which is what it was totally aping off of in my opinion the scene in her was was awkward and was purposely awkward this it was like what are you trying to tell us with this scene? I, it I could have been so much shorter it could have it could have not been the same thing and it didn't really, to me, it didn't really further anything. I know, like you said, that it it set sets it up towards the end. But it does not, in my opinion, set it up more for the ending. That that that's the amazing part about this. And I'll give to now. I'm gonna forget her name again. That's why I wrote these things down. <laughs> Anna de Armas. Is yeah. that it? I don't know. It's yes. I didn't. Uh, I was concerned about her character. Yeah. For the for the bulk of the film i didn't know what she was gonna do i thought maybe she would be revealed as someone who's you know against him in the end and that this is just gonna be this really sad story and it's gonna get super depressing you're talking about the the hologram right the hologram joy yeah yeah his his partner basically (laughs) right oh a lot of people's partner right i mean yeah every a lot of people have this hologram but she's right. customized. Right, to right, him. right. But well, she's customized to make you feel special. The each one of you. The scene where Cynthia Hoax steps on the the thing. Yeah. And she says, "I love you." Yeah. Before. I that really that got amazing, to me. Yeah. That really, really got to me. That that delivery. If you didn't think that she was doing a good job from a performance standpoint, yeah. To nail that split second right yeah. before she disappears yeah so and good. the cut is perfect oh, and the, yeah. the, the, totally the direction amazing. is incredible at that yeah. point yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely it's amazing. exactly how i'd feel i would say that yeah. you know like if i was about to disappear yeah. and this is the most important part of this movie and the thing that i like most about this movie is the way it deals with love and what i think or we understand what love is or how we all understand what love is and um I love this part because in my opinion, what I see in this movie uh, and what I understand is we all want to be loved by somebody. It doesn't matter if it is an android. It doesn't matter if it is a hologram. We attach ourselves to like toys. We attach ourselves to (laughs) bags. We attach ourselves to watches, right? And in this, because it is a a person, the hologram, he totally falls in love with it, even though the hologram is doing the same thing with another 5,000 other customers. Exactly the same thing. Well, but it's not that hologram that does that. You know what I mean? Like, 
it's like it's the same one the massive it, the massive purple one that shows up she's the same one right no she advertises the program joy which you can have a joy and you can have a joy and i can have a they're joy. all they all have the same face no yeah, but they're not the same. Like they, they through the experience you spend with yeah, that person. Yeah, they adapt to you, but they're programmed to make you happy. Totally, to but, do what but, you want, to make you feel special. Yeah, but at the same time, I believe like the way that almost I got this out of the movie. I don't know if this is true. The way that replicants are like able to develop a soul, I felt like she was developing a soul they were, too. They were kind of parallel. That's what I felt. I felt like she wasn't, she wasn't just programmed. I feel like she went above and beyond her programming. Well, the fact that she says to take her out of this, yeah, this console. The way she was experiencing she the be, rain. Like I felt like she was becoming more human. Right. That was yeah, I, throughout I, the I whole movie. Well. She wasn't just programmed. I like, disagree with, the, with, with that. No, I think, I okay, I think I know why. Because that... The scene with the giant, you know, 400 foot tall nude version of her was supposed to put that doubt back into his mind, I think, when he's after he's, you know, the climax of the movie almost basically. And he's walking along and it, it leans down to him. I think that's supposed to put this doubt back into his mind after all of these things have happened. But I, I agree that for most of the movie, I was convinced that it was like, well, you know, she's just saying the right things at the right time, and she's leading him on some kind of path, and that you know, and she was because we re- see we see the, the the bad girl. What's her name? Ah, I keep Love. forgetting the characters. Love, 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 and she's monitoring his specific version. They have access to all of them, and they can use them to do whatever they want to people until he breaks the chip. They're manipulation devices, right? Yeah, but, but, but I, don't, I think so. This is the thing: is that does she does she as an intelligence of some kind? You think these AIs would start getting emotions or a soul, and and he, and the the manufacturer wouldn't know? Well, so that's the thing. Maybe that's, that's why, why she's she says you have to you have to break, break this antenna. You have to, put me you, have in to the machine you have to take me out. I want to do that. And she says she expresses her love to him before she's killed because she sacrifices not because herself. interesting. Yeah, not but, because she. Yeah is is just a tool but maybe she develops those maybe she That's breaks away from those things when she he meets the large one like the, the she's just a commercial she's like mm, you shouldn't be alone nobody should be alone or yeah. whatever she's just selling but but his joy was completely different maybe maybe because just because of the one point because she goes against if she had a programming of just doing whatever the maker yeah. wants she says, break the antenna, which is co- yeah. going completely against that. Totally. Okay, I can see your point. And also, she, like, last words is, I love you. Like, that's not something that he doesn't... needs to hear. Like, mm. no, I totally feel like she totally had, like, that was her. To me, it's like we were talking about replicants gaining a soul. And there is right. a there is an artificial intelligence right there who's actually literally falling in love with him. Right. That's why I, let, I love the love story or the love scene. And also, purely from a technical standpoint, I was enjoying seeing the two hands and the face Within, I was like, I couldn't stop watching it. It was bizarre. It. it was bizarre to I me, but it. I was, yeah. I, I, I would have been done after she starts walking towards him. I would have been done. Yeah, like, do we need to see? <laughs> I've had enough. Do Do we need to see the dress and mixing up and like taking the oh, real one, I, the I, fake one? I, was, I didn't enjoy it. I really didn't enjoy that. I've got it written down here. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm. It was I'm, it George. Was, you talking about it and having a good opinion of it. I'm sort of being like, okay, it was interesting to yeah. watch, but I definitely have that as like that's something that that i didn't do it's it in one of those scenes where i'm like okay it could have been two five minutes shorter and it would have been just perfect 
Okay. There's, there's more of those. So, so wait. Can I say a funny, really funny fact? Yeah. Joy, what does it stand for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Is that what you're gonna say? <laughs> I've been on the internet before. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure I do. <laughs> it's actually that actually kind of concerned me. It's a porn, a um, porn toy, porn term. Term. Yeah, which goes for jerk off instructions. <laughs> I did not know that. I've been on Reddit before. Right. I, I heard, I'm hip to what the kids are talking this about. This is fascinating. Yeah. So that I was a little, I was like, do they know that this is? I was wondering because I, I didn't. do. I, yeah. I was like, right? Oh, yeah. They must. They must know that. Someone had to have known during Well, in the future, it's probably funny. Let's use this. But that takes away from it. That takes away from it. It's like if they didn't really take it that seriously, well, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Well, maybe, yeah. Maybe they started or is like completely sexual pleasure but they can't even touch you so how is it a hologram so i don't i don't know maybe they didn't know i don't i don't know i don't know what it is <laughs> but yeah <laughs> joy's jerk off I instructions found, i found it really fascinating technology wise too i'm like okay so if she's if she can go anywhere that little thing projects her how i was trying to figure out the technology yeah, the little thing yeah, yeah they like, don't no they didn't have like he, sa- he house, saved up least. his pennies george and he bought this and, and at least in the house i can you can see the machine at least right yeah. right there is a lot of tech that is not explained. And I'm like, oh, I want to know how this works. I want to know how that works. But I understand that you can't just explain everything. Okay, before I forget, can I just mention something completely random? Mm-hmm. The revving of the you know, cars or whatever when you see outside scenes. Yeah. Loved that. Yeah. It sounded like... The noise they make? Yeah. I did not like that. What? I loved it. Loved it, it sounds loved good it, for it. a movie. It's not realistic at all. So every time one of those vehicles go by a neighborhood or like anything, everything shakes. Like what? Who designed this fucking thing? Yeah, but that's like LA now. You go, you go to LA, and everything is loud. Everything, like every siren, every pull, every car, every every truck. It's like beep beep. It's like it ridiculous. sounded like a spaceship landed on your rooftop. Totally, I know what you're saying, <laughs> but it's but it made me feel like I was in LA in the future, whereas the previous movie didn't. Okay. In a way, like this. Did you also get the feeling that it's uh, reserved for the rich, obviously, flying vehicles? Yeah, they're not. They're not. Yeah, it's not say. like Fifth Element where they're absolutely everywhere. Because they're going. Yeah, they're like, going through the city at the beginning, the beautiful beginning shot. There's nobody. Th- there's else. only one coming the other way. Right. Yeah, which is the same. <laughs> admittedly, is basically the same to the the first film as well. Right. Like it's it's not something. It's the police, and it's presumably the very wealthy that are right, allowed right. to that do this. But speaking of that beginning, yeah. Before I forget, too. Do it. Do it. You know how you see, like, you know, obviously they're um, whatever they are, satellites. I don't know at the beginning, but then after that, there's a shot that almost looks like fields. Yeah, air fields, George. This is what they do in Spain. They do this where they put plastic, and this is the, the this is the science fiction of this movie. So they show the solar um, the solar fields, which is like a technology that we're using right, now. Yeah. These solar power plants where they they have all these mirrors that are angling up and heating up this tower. Um, but then in, in Spain and other places, they're taking what are basically deserts and they're using plastic sheeting to make these big tarps and they're growing food underneath these tarps and it creates an environment that otherwise you wouldn't be able to, it prevents all the evaporation of water and it's, that's science fiction. Yeah. It's something now that you're applying. And so they, they bring the scope of it. You see like they've built a handful of these kind of solar power plants, but then the shot expands and then it's, it's huge. Everything is covered in these, these power plants. And same thing with the, these giant fields in, in Spain mm-hmm. that it expands again and you see 
you see all of these these fields that are presumably growing their food. So are we talking about the because the first scene? Yeah, it's like where all the things are open. Like they look like what you described. They look like the round, it's like things. shattered. No, not that. It's like it's like shattered then, glass. That's yeah, what it the looks next like. scene looks like you're like on a plane looking at a green field, but it's not green. And it's just the buildings. Is that yeah. covered with tarp or something? Is that what you were saying? Yeah, with the the scene where all those it looks like pieces of of like yeah. shattered glass. They're all sort of really close to one another. Yeah. And yeah. they have flat tops to them, and they're sort of yeah, reflective. Exactly, That's yeah. yeah they're, I mean, they do that now. In, Interesting. In, and it's it's fascinating. Fields. Yeah. I just love that shot. It looked almost like what I would look at out of a plane over I, Alberta. Yeah. But it's now made out of, you know, buildings. Yeah, and they're they're doing that it's something so similar cool. right now. It was such a cool scene. Can I throw another interesting story? Yeah. Fact about Blinner. Um, did you guys know about World War Terminus? In the no. Blade Runner universe? Haha. This is very, very important to, to this film. And it's never it's never talked on the first film and it's never talked on this film. It's actually talked on the book. So yeah, okay, apparently yeah, yeah. before even the first movie, there was a world war um, that nobody... It was so insane, and it destroyed the planet. That's there's why radiation everywhere. Radiation. That's why there's no uh, animals. They all died slowly. That's why they have to wear cod pieces as well. They talk about cod pieces in the story. Originally. Right. <laughs> Starting with owls, and then that's why there's no plants. That's why like all of that is is done. That's, that's why everyone moves off world too. Exactly. Slowly moving off world, and that's why there's dust, and that's why Las Vegas is one of the places that got pretty pretty mm-hmm. much nuked. Los Angeles. Yeah. Oh, no. Or Vegas. Vegas. Okay. Vegas is where he goes to find Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Right. And it's all supposed to be still radioactive and nobody oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody yeah. expects anybody to be there. Right. But apparently there's bees and blah blah blah, right? And the radiation is is okay. And how do you time. get bees? I don't even know how they got bees. That's not explained. But there was World War Terminus and nobody knows how it even started or what happened, but pretty much the world destroyed itself. And right. whoever's left is rebuilding and most most of them left to the colonies in the book it was only mars right. but and right. this is left to other places in the solar system. a lot of places and he needs more so that we can expand it further or whatever we're doing right. which that was a li- i was a little bit saddened that i we don't get to see but again then you have to go into a whole other story if you want if you were to see a little bit of that right i'm like oh they're going to get the, the airport at the end i'm like they're going to the they're going to the space station they're going to the space station i'm like we're going to see a spaceship we're gonna see something. That was they- it, I wouldn't want them to show any of that stuff. That was the beauty of of Blade Runner was that the story was very small. It was very localized. What about the sequel? Internal focusing. <laughs> what about the sequel of this is gonna have that in it? Well, right, yeah, and then like by that time, I'm not really that interested in yeah. it anymore because it's like there's a world outside, but the it's very introspective. The whole thing is supposed to yeah, be introspective, it, and so I don't need to know. It's it's interesting to know those sort of things and to to know that there's something outside. I mean, that was the beauty of the end of of Blade Runner is he does say those things. He when he, the, I've seen things that people wouldn't believe. Yeah, like yeah. there is something else out there and you're it's alluded to and he talks about it very briefly and you can picture it in your mind but it's only a brief little but bit. it's beautiful and blade running is beautiful because you're stuck in this hellhole that earth has become this the, the worst place you could probably be right. in the and universe people want to leave because we fucked it up but you're stuck with these characters that have to live and survive and and do whatever they need to do in this place right, right? yeah and, and that's why it's dark but it's beautiful that way mm-hmm. uh Anyway, that was my little parenthesis yeah. about. You see, well, you get the the joke about the the goats and the horses. 
So in the in the original story, he's very jealous of his neighbor. He has a goat at one point, but his his neighbor has a horse and he wants to get a horse too. And I can't remember if his goat dies or if it's the sheep that he has. I didn't the sheep I, dies. I didn't but that's that. that's the oh, bit. Oh, is that why the guy Right, he says he's like I could get you right, horse. he's like I could get you a horse, I could get you a goat, like what do you want? Like and that was supposed to be it was a point of pride for people in the in the book it's mentioned that way that it's like this was like something that he he wanted and they they have these at some point people had real animals. And so that's the the joke too with his with Deckard when he asked him is the dog real? Right. You don't know, and he's he's this older dog too. Like it's an obviously older kind of yeah. shaggy older dog. He doesn't know, and he doesn't care. It's the same as everything else. Right. It doesn't matter, right? You can fall in love with whoever or whatever. You can attach, be attached to anything. It doesn't everything could have a soul at this but, point? But that was supposed to be a point of of kind of pride in the in the book was like if people actually had a real, they had a real animal. It was it was a huge a huge point of pride to be to own a real animal an oh. actual animal that wasn't is it uh, kind of like the guys in the middle east that have like uh, cougars in their half right right, right. It's just, right it was some <laughs> serious point of pride to be able to still own something that was alive and then they have this you know in in, in the original film they have this this owl that's is it's clearly not real it's supposed to not be real yeah and it's it's um the kind of the um it's engineering and it's expensive right obviously right right right. and it's and a then, it's an achievement also a technical a technological achievement. It's, it's an achievement but it's still not good enough and that's an important part for the whole blade runner universe really is it it's it's a huge achievement and then but it's still not enough for people it's still not enough in the end the, it's not the, the real thing the primacy of humanity is is you know is reinforced all yeah, the but time. That's BS in my opinion though. Cause like he says, Tyrell says in the first mil first movie, uh, better than human, more human right? than more human. human than human. Right. And at this point he's like, I love that they show us right away that he's a replicant five minutes in the movie. Yeah. And he's stronger, right? He's cooler. He doesn't care. He feels depressed. He definitely feels more human than human. He goes and he fixes himself in the mirror with that gel, right? And I'm like, oh, man. Okay, this surpassed us. And you can tell that the guy has emotions because he starts when he's on the, on the rooftop with the, the, um, uh, with the hologram and she's, uh, she's experiencing rain for the first time. He's smiling. I think that's the only time he smiles in the movie. Right. Oh, that and when he drinks with Harrison Ford and Harrison Ford leaves and he says, right. yeah. He didn't get it that we're family because he thinks they're family, which was a beautiful part in the movie too. Can we talk about the bad guy in this movie? Do it. Say Jared. It. Is it Leto or is it Leto? Is it Leto? Jared Leto? Uh, Stiletto. Leto. Leto. But, okay. Um, I don't know why, but that story arc didn't they feel didn't, good to me. Like it didn't get completed at all. I didn't, I was expecting so much more from that character. Um, I don't know why it didn't. It didn't like even from the short film before the movie. I've only seen the one. The short I film gave us more about him than the movie. That's did. what I thought. Yeah, they I'm didn't. Like, they didn't go deep into this character at all. I know, and that was sad. And when they were showing the character, I felt it was boring and slow, and I didn't like it. He was also kind of like a. There didn't seem to be any kind of complexity, to him. Right. He was more like. Um, well, they tried to do the one scene to add that 
the naked cutting the guts. Yeah. That was the that was, that was the here his deep scene. But I didn't yeah, like but I that. just like I felt like they just could have sort of gave him some like convoluted dialogue, and he has this this weird manner about yeah. him, and that I that would know. be enough. I, also, I agree with you. That was a negative in the movie for me. I didn't I don't, like it. Not necessarily that he played him wrong. No, he was I l- good. I really liked yeah. the way he was talking and the way he was looking at different characters. Yeah, he did a good job with that. Yeah. Uh, but. Okay, you don't have enough materials. Uh, obviously, you're a megalomaniac because you're already probably the richest corporation in the world and you want more of the universe. Why do you want more of the universe? Why do you, you not have enough materials? Why do you need to make more of them? How fast do you need to expand into the universe? Like, wh- what's your thinking behind all the stuff that you're doing? And, and that's what w- I don't think we got any of that. And that annoys me a little bit. And as a villain, I did not relate to him. I want to relate to villains and understand, like, okay. That's why they're doing what they're doing. I couldn't. But I couldn't. I didn't. I, they didn't even give us that. I don't think he was the villain of the movie. It, no. It's another thing that it is annoying because it feels like they're building up the second one where he's going to be more important. And I yeah. feel like the villain of the movie was love, in this film. Oh which yeah. Which is pretty much working for him. Right. And she does. He disappears, and she's 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 the main character. I, and also, like I know he's blind, and like those cameras, but I didn't understand like. Should be two cameras, one for each eye. I don't understand how you can see. Well, I think he's also supposed no. to be like looking inside of people. And They're scanning. Like They're creating like a, 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 a oh, scan. Oh, I get it. They're going around objects that, and they creating. Did they show s- that? Did I miss that? No, they didn't. I'm just assuming because yeah, yeah. there's so many of them. They're creating like a scan that he sees in his brain. He doesn't see pictures. He sees like a scan yeah. or. So is that the the scene where he stabs the the replicant? Yeah. In in the abdomen. Yeah. Why, just so I'm clear on this, why did he do that? <laughs> to show that she can't have babies. Is it, or is it, does he murder her? This is He my murders question. her, so but he, he does it in that area because that's where a woman he was just would gonna, have a baby come out about from. It. Right. In so a is C-section it, right. kind of so is fashion. It, but is it that he's attempting to still produce another replicant that is capable of reproducing? No. Yeah. He's that's a, what I oh, so I that's thought, it, and that he he's did. disappointed. He does the scan of the thing. He sees that uh, yes, she is not capable of bearing children, thought, and oh, then maybe. he kills and he's her. He's trying to create one that can make life. I got the feeling that because he's, he, I got the feeling that by that point he has accepted that he cannot replicate what Tyler, Tyrell did, and Tyrell obviously was technically was better than him. Okay, and she just shows up. Maybe, maybe you're right. I don't well, know. Or was it was it a? And this is gonna sound terrible when you think it's like a person. You think of a replicant as a person, but is he like spaying her? Spaying? Like preventing her from being able to have no, children. No, because I thought the whole mission was to find the, the yeah, kids yeah, so yeah. they can f- make okay. more. So, okay, right? yeah. So that's what I was thinking. So he beginning. can make them have children. Is that he's yeah. disappointed that... Yeah. And now that the scanning idea makes more sense with that too? Yeah. We just solved the movie. <laughs> we did? Me- meaning like, you know... Because I didn't know what those cameras were doing. I'm like, how does he see through all of those cameras? But if it's a scanning thing that he was able to see that there's no baby in there. Or she doesn't have, presumably she doesn't have a a uterus or a womb or something like that. Yeah, right. That makes sense. Some kind of lady part. But I did love the bag and how she drops. Like we knew that from the trailer. But yeah, that That part was really cool. So you're right. I was not wild about the character, but the scenes inside his, you know, 
his giant palace, yeah. presumably. The artificial yeah. sun? There's no sun anywhere in the movie. Yeah, yeah. the artificial sun, fake. the water, the reflections of the water, the, the light, light coming through the water. It's too fast. It's cool. There are some yeah. scenes in there when, when Love is walking up the stairs and there's all the water yeah. reflecting oh. around. That's some of the most amazing stuff I've ever seen, yeah. really. But it almost felt tacked on a little bit. Yeah. It is amazing. Visually, well, it's amazing. Well, again, it was it meant to sustain you, I think. It was... It was I guess, yeah, I all, guess so. All the sets were incredible. Like even when he talks to the employee at the front desk, that front desk was like the way that it was. It the was orange, all, yeah. It the was orange just lines. one line all yeah, around. Yeah. I thought that was brilliant. It and was the brilliant. Keyboard yeah. was different. It I was liked cool. all those, but some of them just felt like, uh, really? Yeah. I, I guess you're blind. You can't see anything. What does it matter? What about the? What I felt were very important scenes and what I really enjoyed the scenes of him being interrogated when they're trying to establish his. His baseline like and the, the yeah. post-traumatic uh, interrogations. I, and I knew goes. that there was going to be a second scene where he was going to screw it up. Well, yeah. I didn't like those. No. No. They didn't. We didn't need to see like the whole thing going over it again like for three minutes of, t- of testing baseline. They could have mentioned it somehow else and like given it to us. Well, I thought that was such an important... The, the whole the void Kampf test in, in the original was such an important part of yeah. the movie that I felt like that was... That was, you know, you want to see some science fiction. I felt like that was the interesting science fiction. Okay, sure. They... The first time is good. The second time, do I need to see his throat doing this? I was going like... to say, I like that because I started like, okay, how are they going to notice that he's not doing right? Like, what gives it away that he's not doing good? And what gives it away? It. When he goes into Robin Wright's uh, desk and office and he says that stuff, she should have figured it out two seconds in it. She should have been like, okay, yes, you're lying to me. Well... I don't know what what was her thing with with him anyway. I I think she was in love with him. Well, she wanted to have sex with him at least. I know that. Right. I think she wanted to... Yeah, I don't... But she also saw him as an object, right? And I don't know what her character was either. Was she a replicant? No, I think think she she was... was, They they gave her the the haircut of the the woman who's killed in the glass in uh, like the stripper, the snake... In Blade Runner. Oh, right, uh, right, Who right. is that actor? I can't remember her name now. But they give her the hair. Of, I think it was intentional that they wanted to make her, that she's supposed to be a human, but they wanted to make her appear more like a replicant. Right. And him be more human. So she is kind of, she's cold and sort of unfeeling. She just does his job and she treats everybody with a kind of cold. Super professional. Right. And even when she's, even when she's talking about like trying to seduce him, it's this like calculated it's this calculated bleep, bleep, sort bleep. of yeah, yes no like, okay yeah, i'll go then right exactly <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And when she calls him about the soul like you've done well without one like that was pretty cool and cold right um, i didn't i wasn't super wild about that character and the performance i, I love robin performances, Wright, but, but yeah this didn't feel I didn't, and i i hated when like the like the character love kills her and then bobs her head after that people laughed in the theater people laughed that That was and i don't know if that was intended to be like it was a bizarre moment for comic relief i think it was a a weird moment for comic relief but it was funny it was i thought it was funny it was funny but it just it seemed like a bizarre right why are you adding this here it it feels it feels like there was no comedy at all until harrison ford shows up in the movie and then there's a lot of comedy he had so many lines, right? right? He starts throwing the jokes out there, and then this happens at the table. I don't. It was weird the way the comedy was used in the, in this film. It feels like it was unbalanced. There was nothing at the beginning at all, and then suddenly, as we ramp up through the, yeah. the movie, 
So can I can I um go to the the yes. giant bombshell moment? Yes. The um the the rogue one moment. <laughs> it totally looked like the in the in the town, right? All the explosions in the town. No, 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 not that Rogue One moment. Oh, Sean Young as Rachel appearing. That the whole scene. Oh, that moment! Oh, I knew you were going to talk about that. I was actually thinking, talking about the actual bombs that were falling onto the people. Oh, the right, house. when people were flying all over the place. I like yeah. that scene. Yeah. I yeah. like this. I like the scene when it, when he gets sucked down the kite with the the yeah. lightning. That, that was really guy. cool. That was yeah. cool stuff. That was, was almost Mad Max. Yeah, I was yeah. excited. All those by people that. just trying to survive. <laughs> and then no. they have the power to just. Yeah, but she's that that was a that was a cool scene. I think that she's in this like augmented reality. Getting her digital nails done. Getting her nails done her. and she's just like, and now kill all these people, and now kill all these people. Yeah, that and that's cool. not far off from reality. No, it's that's not. not for, that's the beauty of science fiction. That's what I love, that kind of stuff. We but, have drones nowadays that do yeah. exactly the same thing. And that you don't see the drone either. They're just nope. these lights yep. off in this smoggy distance. That was a awesome monster. That was really stuff. cool. That was really okay, cool. Okay, okay. Talk about the Sonya. Yeah, okay, do okay. it, do it. Get that, upset. So yeah. Rachel. I, I I compared to Rogue One, if we're gonna do a CGI yes. with and also with film. I mean it's it's not just CGI. Yes. But yeah. like to do to do that, I was impressed. No. I was impressed too. I was impressed. I was but not I was impressed, but that scene, the entire scene could have been thrown in the garbage. I was not happy. I loved all the way until you saw her face, and then I was like, no. Yeah, and then yeah. I'm like, And they okay. just kept cutting back to it. They kept I'm cutting like, back like, to it. And then she is fine. Oh, Twice God. is okay. It did not look like her to me at all. It, I thought it did. And I think it was on purpose. That it but I also like liked her. that it didn't. Yeah, because they tried to make her look like her. Obviously, he They tried to replicate, but they couldn't right. fully get a clone well, the, that looked the exactly dialogue, like dialogue, that scene was ridiculous. That and scene. they just shoot her, and then it was oh, terrible, terrible scene. I agree. <laughs> terrible scene. I, agree. I didn't mind it. This is one of the scenes that could have been out. Yeah. It, I, it didn't yeah. need to be there. Yeah. Uh, the scene with all the uh, replicants coming up to him and with, oh, yeah. the, with their capes yeah. out of like the background. I know. That it was like left the Marvel out. movie. It was, I was yeah. like, what the fuck is this? What, what, <laughs> why is everybody wearing black? What, where are you guys? Why are you guys waiting back there? And, and they all just come out at exactly right the right time. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's it. it was just oh. to make you feel like he is the one and then right there. And that, that to me, the movie was not a Blade Runner movie at that point. It was not no longer a noir film. It was just like, this it suddenly turned into like an action movie. I agree, hundred like percent. After that, like it didn't make that didn't make sense. No. Uh, let me ask you this: Did you figure it out that he wasn't? Yes. No, I thought he was the whole time. Okay. I didn't know. I figured it out not at, at the beginning. I figured it out a little bit earlier from that because I'm like, when it happened, I'm like, why the fuck is she crying when she's seeing this yeah, yeah. memory? I cannot figure out why she's crying. But that was a little, I felt like that was a little heavy handed that they had to like have her voice over of her saying that again of, you know, there's a, a little bit of the artist in, in all of right, these, right, right. these works. Or they, in, that's what I found about the movie too. It, like, I'm like, you don't have to explain that. I got it. Correct. Right? That should have been out. You don't have to explain that. I agree. But that must have when they put this in front of test audiences. People must have said that they were confused or something at some point. I like that you said that it's illegal to put real memories in there. And she's obviously put this memory in not just him. She's put it on a lot of them. Right. They are the, the prostitute, Mackenzie Davis, who is, she has an actual name in this thing. Mariette. the only one that Mariette, through. Mariette right. says when she sees, she sees it on, on his like bedside table, she mentions that it's from a, a dream. 
Oh like, shit! I didn't notice that. Part. Yeah, she she oh, picks it yeah, up and she said it's right. like it's from a dream or this is from a dream. So yeah, so all of them have it. Right, and one the the one the one eyed replicant says that that we all wanted to believe it. They all wanted to to have been the one this miraculous yeah. child. They all wanted to believe it. So but presumably, a lot of them have that memory implanted right. in them, and that it was, it was intentional to, you know, foment some kind of rebellious right. Um, yeah, I didn't catch on street. to that right away, but late, later on, is like because the movie's so slow, I kept going back to things. That's what it, that's why I, I like about it. It's like that's I spent the last day going back and thinking about things in the film. But like later on, I'm like, okay, she was crying. She said we don't put real memories in there, but she was crying when she saw this one, and he leaves. He doesn't even ask her why she's crying. He just gets upset and walks away. And I'm like, shit. I she's really crying because it's her memory. <laughs> Well, I actually kind of liked her, his performance and her performance yeah. in that moment. And the reason I didn't mind the crying is I figured that she she kind of was reacting to him and she was also realizing her own reality of being stuck in there and making memories all the time. Yeah, it was well I done. It was well it done. It was really well I done. I felt when I first saw her and saw her performance, I felt like she was um, the analog to, um, to what's-his-face in the first film making all of these... Uh, making all of these different replicants and all the, the, the toy maker. Right. The right. short dude. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember his name now for the life of me, me which is neither. terrible. Um, but yeah, but she, her character sort of became more than that as the scene went right. on. And then, then as the movie went oh, on. I liked, I liked her, what she was wearing around her neck doing stuff. It looked like a camera, but it yeah. wasn't. I, yeah. I, they did some, the, they neat. did some neat devices. The, the, machine that he uses to review data and things like that yeah, that was or the cool. machine that they use to examine the the bones when they're doing uh the, the autopsy or the necropsy yeah there i was, liked all of that yeah yeah they did was, such a good job there was some them. cool art direction for sure and also just jumping back to the scene where the kite thing i loved when it's like oh shit there's no power and then everything is like yeah, yeah. that was a brilliant weapon right the kite yeah a brilliant weapon. smart goes up into the lightning yeah so, um, wait, wait, so, yep, do it. One more scene that I'm thinking of. We didn't talk about my favorite scene. My favorite shot was Mackenzie Davis and, and the her her friends walking with her. But the other one was the flight out to presumably like a launch pad or spaceport or something mm-hmm. like that over the water. What do you think of that scene? Yeah, that that's where really... I was like, okay, show us a little bit of it. Show show us a little. Bit. <laughs> right, you don't get to see it. Yeah. It's just out of reach, yeah. and there's the water, and so you can't really see what's going on. And I thought that scene was amazing. I love the too. walls that they have to go over, and yeah. how dark it is out there. It's obviously probably tsunamis, right, or something. Presumably, I mean, it's just, maybe it's just a city. storm. It's a storm in yeah. general. Right. Too. The only uh, thing I will say about that scene, though, mm-hmm. because we have we get the big fight, we get the you know the choking we get the we get ryan gosling being a replicant at that moment being like maniacal you know and well not maniacal but like um unfeeling he's just gonna you know come in and kill these people and and not think of it in any way um and then we have to have the the fight scene on the concrete beach but harrison ford his the way that he was tied up in this thing and the way they kept cutting back to him being tied up and fishing around. I know, I didn't like it. It didn't look good. I don't no. think it looked good. It didn't make him look it just made him look like kind of old and decrepit and Yeah, I didn't and, like they but, shouldn't yeah. have cut back. But he is old and decrepit. No, but he wasn't and in when in the scenes when he's when he's with uh Ryan Gosling in the casino, 
He's not. I mean, like he's yeah. He is he running like as fast as is he? Run, he does do a little bit of an old man run when they're trying to get to his his vehicle, right? But when he's fighting with Ryan Gosling, it's like he's you know yeah he's not gonna beat Ryan Gosling. He's not gonna do anything to him, but he's still fighting with he's him. He's tied up to a chair. What do you want the old guy to do? It was just the way that the angle and yeah. the way that the, they just they made him look like he was him. just it like was ridiculously really... struggling. Also, he was just I like... don't think his acting was very good. No, yeah, like, I agree with that. that. Part. I, I think agree he with act, that too. His acting failed. Okay. Like, the water was le- le- rising. He was like kind of yeah, uh, like it was just, really just struggle around like, him. Unnecessary. Yeah. Shouldn't have kept that in. And what I the other part about that after didn't like is once he's he's out and he's. He's calling out to Ryan Gosling's character. I didn't get the emotion that I thought you would get out of him. It was just like Harrison Ford yelling. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like, no, like you got to scream it now. There all these yeah. other people have, have, you know, poured their hearts out in these performances, I thought. And then in that scene, it just didn't really. Mm. I could see that. Speaking of favorite scenes and stuff like that, I loved Vegas. I just loved those big giant statues of the women. As he's walking towards it, and Sin the color. City, completely right. Right, it was, was that was so that was pornographic. Nipples. That was pornographic. Yeah, absolutely. These women in these positions. Yeah. It's gone even. So cool. Las Vegas obviously went even like oh, filthier in the future. Yeah, it before was, everything went down. The statues and the size and the sh- and the just the heels alone. It was just so this, and it didn't look CG there to me. Like I know you can tell sometimes. Like yeah, that yeah. one actually looked no, really good. I think that was a set. It probably is a set. I don't know. They did an amazing job a with set, the sets. Yeah. Holy um, shit, the orange, right? And and I and I've been to Vegas many times and I love shows and um and I loved the fight in the place with the with the show cutting in and out with Elvis Presley. They brought Elvis back. Oh, right. In I just loved I, the whole sequence. I wasn't a huge cool. fan of that, but I really liked it. It looked good. It was one of those tacked on looking good kind of fight scenes. Could have been done differently. But. Yeah, I wasn't too sure why they had that in, especially because it ends so abruptly. Like, oh, I punched you in the face for a couple of times. Now yeah. let's go get a drink. Yeah. What is really weird is when you listen to the soundtrack of Blade Runner 2049, it's not the same experience as listening to the original soundtrack from the original movie because yeah. you have all of a sudden Elvis Presley <laughs> and all these <laughs> other songs playing. Frank Sinatra. Like, really, like oh, yeah, yeah. this kind of takes me out of the movie. Yeah. Um, but I like the scene. Um, there was a lot of beautiful, beautiful moments in the movie. Um, I think my favorite scene was when he goes and he's finding, he goes into the same steps and you see them from the same angle and down into the metal, down into the, where was that room where they had the, he, where he hit the, the wooden furnace, toy, furnace the furnace. Yeah, yeah. And the music is just getting, oh, it's getting like louder and louder. And he comes around the corner and he's starting to think, am I a, Am I was I born? That part was the best part of the movie for me, and that's when I, that was another time when I'm like, oh shit! Now it's gonna like pick up from now on. It's gonna pick up. It's gonna pick up, and it's yeah, gonna yeah. get insane. Yeah, and it doesn't. <laughs> but it's good. I mean, that's what Blade Runner is. It doesn't have to pick up, right? And that's what I've been thinking since yesterday. I went in expecting something more Fifth Elementary, I guess. But this is Blade Runner. It's not gonna be like that. It's going to be slow. That's why I need to wash it by myself with a drink and just get lost in the slowness of it. Like, it just enjoy yeah. every See, little I, I didn't second. mind the slowness in this one because of every shot was beautiful. Every set was, like, you know, detail-worthy. You were looking around to see yeah. what they did, and it was just you were absorbing the world. And uh, Amazing. Roger Deakins, like, seriously, give the, give the fucking Oscar, guy the Oscar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
for this movie like even if the movie they don't like the movie that much give him the oscar for the cinematography because it is insanely good yeah so many is. different scenarios of lighting too right i was trying to look I'm i know like, the car at the end where it's lit in the water and the way the water is lit and the rain dropping and the car sinking i'm like oh yeah. brilliant it's yeah. good so beautiful yeah oh there's another moment i want to bring up because it's interesting because it reminds me of the books which i haven't read but the book is called <laughs> Uh, do androids dream of electric sheep? Right. And he goes and he meets um, Gaff, Jaff, Gaff, at some point. He's the guy from the first the film cop, played by oh, Edward yeah, James yeah. Olmos. And he's yeah, yeah. old now and all that. And he's making a little thingy. And he makes a sheep. The origami. Yeah, origami. the origami was, was a, it sheep. a sheep. Yeah. Was I think, it? I think it was a sheep. I thought it was like a, I thought it was bull, a bull or something. I thought it was a bull. That don't, he was a lone bull. Don't ruin this for me. <laughs> Sorry, Harry. I think it was it a was, sheep. I thought it was I thought I it was a bull like a because bull, it's like yeah. a bull is alone off on you know somewhere and he's alone out, Damn, in, the, you guys, out I, in the desert. And I was gonna I say, know. like, it's that from the book, it's a sheep. Well, at least it wasn't unicorn. I don't know. I don't know what it was. All right. Hey, we have to talk about this. Did you or did you not like Tears in Rain starting to play? That reminded me of, there were two things in that scene. One is, as soon as they, they got out of the snow and there were the steps there, I'm like, he's going to go lie down and die on the steps. How did you know? I don't know. But I knew that that was going to happen. And the scene felt a little predictable because of that. But also, as good as the music was, as soon as I started playing at the end, you're I you were reminded instantaneously. I was reminded that this music is not nearly as good as the original. Yeah, yeah, and it was I I don't think they needed to do that. I think they could have done their own thing. You've got talented people. I think they could yeah, have done something. I agree on their own. I mean, it was a welcome. It was welcomed because I love that song so much, mm-hmm. and it was really nice to see it in the snow with Ryan Gosling and whatever. But I'm like. Why try to mirror an ending, or yeah. why try to even remotely associate? Because that there were some fan service kind of moments. It in, was like, a fan service. In, moment. Admittedly, in his movie, there were those moments. But you cannot try to replicate that ending from the first no. one. That no, 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 is no, no, no. never going to be replicated. That song is never going to be the same without those words. The performance and the performance, and I don't know if it's true, but I've read, and maybe it's just some some folk history of Blade Runner. Oh, yeah, but I've right. I've read and heard that. It was like hours and hours and hours they were trying to shoot this this scene, and it took forever. And that also that Rutger Hauer came up with it, came up with this dialogue, and that people were weeping, potentially from exhaustion <laughs> shooting this scene. <laughs> but you know, and then the relief of the scene being over, as well as it being, but also because people were so moved. Yeah, and I mean that. This scene did not even remotely come close to something like that. That scene almost makes the first Blade Runner. Because the first Blade Runner has a lot of negatives too. Oh, yeah. That scene pulls it together at the end. Well, it's amazing. What he says and the way it's filmed. Well, the music. That's what I mean. Like, I can never hear that song without those words. So, I was that almost ruined that finale for this movie for me. Because all I could hear was those words. And I love the song. And then, yeah, I was like, okay, it was great to hear it again. But... It just kind of took away from the yeah. movie for me. I think they should have done something. They've got all these talented people something working original, on the music. They different. And they did their own original music. They did things that were very unique and interesting with the music. So why not do your own? Uh, I have not been like this divided in my opinion about a film. I wanted to so love this much. movie. I wanted it to be so amazing. I wanted, it to, I wanted it to be like, like Blade Runner. I wanted it to just wash over me. 
and just to to live in that world for you're like two and a half hours it's like oh this movie's gonna be so long and i'm like but if it's if it's perfect i could live there forever i, I could live there forever i could live i feel exactly the same. in blade runner but i kind of did forever. i kind of lived during it like I, it took me to that world and because of the way that the attention oh there were detail. there were parts there were definitely parts george where For you're sure. walking through and the the replicants in the glass in this in this like cabinet of curiosities that they right, they right. walk through amazing stuff totally yeah. amazing stuff the vegas scene you know um there's some totally amazing parts still but i i didn't him finding the toy but you had to walking find those... through the city with like his face half his face covered yeah, and yeah, the yeah. snow is falling which is toxic by the way right um but you had to find those things blade runner reveals them to you in a in a different way the scene where um which they re- put back in with rachel walking out to harrison ford uh to deckard the whole scene with the the sun uh, in Terrell's giant complex, uh, the scenes of um, the uh, the apartment where and I keep forgetting his name, um, but the the apartment where everything goes down at the end, uh, in like the courtyard, like the interior of that apartment and all the water dripping and everything, the streets themselves, the the frozen interior of the the. Um, the technician who works on the eyes. The like, guy, I was going to say the guy who makes the eyes. Right, like right? There's, there, you could live in those places for so long. And there were scenes like that, the the archives, the, like I said, like the cabinet of curiosities, the, there were all these places, but you had to work harder, I think, to, to find them, even though the cinematography was so amazing, even though the exterior stuff was so amazing still, the, the slow reveals in, in the smog of these, these giant, massive buildings. Um, yeah, it just seemed like you're. I think, Harry, like you're saying, it's like you're divided on it. There, there are still problems. I mean, like this this scene with all of these people coming out of the woodwork and being like, "We're a revolution." I hate it. Yeah, it was that, like, that almost ruined the movie. Completely yeah, and it's just like me. it's it's like a bum note on a something some this you know beautiful piece of music that you're listening to, but there's this bum note. And here's and the one that you just had sex with, and everybody thought that she was a human, in the front with. With colored hair, everybody else is looking completely not interesting. Right. There's nobody. She's the she's the only thing, and she's supposed to be there to tie this underground organization together for us. And I'm like, really? Why? It's it's like explaining what the other one does or creates the memories. You don't have to do that. Like, we get it. Why is everybody wearing a Matrix fucking thing? <laughs> why do they? Why do they look like the Matrix? And, and he's the one. Is she missing the eye because she took it out so they can't yeah. like trace yeah, her, trace uh, her yeah, yeah. scanner? Yeah. 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 Why didn't everybody else do the same? <laughs> I don't know. But even like all of this stuff that Rachel was a special model that Tyrell was working on and um, she can have kids and the, there's the first like replicant slash human baby blah 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 the way they added all this to make a sequel to the first one I brilliant that was right really good it was really good yeah really good to connect the all two. the story elements that they brought in mm-hmm. and how we all want to fit special and the hologram just gives him love and keeps telling him you're not you're unique you're not just anybody yeah, yeah. you're and he finds out that he's not which is like a lot of people growing up there's billions of us all the millennials you mean well, maybe and and, uh, and us and everybody else. I don't know, but 
we're not so special, but it's not who you are. It's what you do, I guess, under the situation, understanding another, that you're not special. That was another line. Wasn't there something? Like, that's why yes, he says, Gosling finally realized he's like, oh, I'm just going to sacrifice myself to help. Right, right. Not that he knew he was going to die, but like he's just going to do whatever it takes. You don't have to be the one to help the cause. You can do something. Right. Yeah, yeah. Recycle. Well, um, I got to watch it again. Yeah, I was going to say, I want to watch it again, too. But And there, there's so many other parts, like, you know that we could talk about but all you know if i if i if i quickly think about okay what did i get out of the movie obviously the visuals the sound but as far as characters it's the it's joy that i loved the most if i think about it it's joy's character i fell in love with interesting for me it was ryan gosling's he was k i liked him too but i really liked him it was more about joy and how she felt for him and that kind of got me I don't know. I don't know what else there is to be said. There's a lot of little scenes that were just brilliant, but we can just bring everything up, I guess. Visually, incredible. Got to watch it again. Got to get lost in the story. Um, There's a scene with all the kids. There's a lot of negative things about humanity that you see even nowadays. And this movie, just like the original Blade Runner, shows you a dystopia in the future that people didn't didn't go to see the original movie because it was so dark and it was so bleak and all that and no one to see et instead which is all happy right uh, that's that's the theory at least what why i didn't do good in the theater mm-hmm. but blade runner watching it like all these years later 30 years later and it's spot on it it's exactly where we where we headed or where we are in a lot of the situations like the corporations ruling like um Ruling things, right? Siri, Joy. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Siri, Joy. The, the corporations are... What's all this stuff in the States where you you can spend money... What's it called? Uh, lobbying and... Mm-hmm. Right? And the companies... Like, there's no government in the future. Did did you read... The, who does the it LAPD work for? Like there's that. no... You don't... There's no mention of a government system or a president or... Right. They presumably work for this corporation. Yeah. I think even the LAPD work kind of works for a corporation or something. Somebody's paying them. Well, that's why why Love is able to, to arrive and show up, right? Presumably at the... Oh, I loved when she broke the glass, Robin's right's hand. That was pretty brilliant. Mm. I like the, the scene that I like the most with her is actually when they're in the, the archives and her lip twitches. Oh. <laughs> When Ryan Gosling is like yeah, pressing he her said something, on something, yeah. and it's and man, I don't but know. That lip twitching was brilliant at the end. What before she died, or what was it? Where she does this awesome lip weird movement? We talked about it right after the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget where where it was. Her why, facial expressions in general, I think that was really. Why important. does he say I am the best one when he she thinks she she, she beat him in the end? And why doesn't anybody they, finish the job all the time? They leave Ryan Gosling <laughs> in Las yeah, Vegas. They, she leaves him at the end without destroying him. I think it's because I think she says that because she wants to be. So um, Jared Leto's character is is like searching for this perfect replicant that he can produce. Right. Yeah. And she feels like she's. I am the best one. There was that she's, one scene where he goes and touches her shoulder, and 
I forget what he says, but it was related to something. Like She's that. crying. And yeah, he said something like, you're my favorite or something. Didn't I seem can't favorite child. Something like that. But it's like she's not good enough. She so cries she's... in some scenes when he's talking, where the Wallace character is talking. Yeah, she's right. crying. Right. So she's, she's obviously wanting his approval and affection, like a father syndrome. What's that called? Um, you want the approval of dad, right? Yeah. You want to make dad happy or God in this case in your... Because he created right. you or whatever kind of figure you're thinking of him of. Um, yeah, man, so many things. Like when they they grab um, they grab Deckard and they put him into that room, right? And the light is off and all that. And then there's a fish jumping in the pool. What was the point of showing the fish? Well, he said that one always, what did he say? Jumps. That one always jumps. Right. So he's and then created. And he wouldn't know what he would do if he made land. Right. right. Like, and maybe he's trying to elude, draw a parallel between him and the replicants that are deviating. I don't know. Or maybe Deckard is a replicant and he's it's like he's he's making a, a comment about him sort of moving wire. towards humanity and he's like, You're not gonna know He also the other thing about him being a replicant is he says something about like maybe you were programmed like it was intentional that you would be programmed, you would be created in that You're way right. to fall in love with he her. He did say that. I'm pretty sure the movie insinuated that he's no, a replicant. No, 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 but he says all that and then he goes, or not. Right, I know. they. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does, yeah, yeah, he does. True. He says exactly. Um, yeah, right, I know. And he's I like, think he actually. <laughs> Yeah, I think he actually said exactly that, or yeah. not. Yeah, it was sort <laughs> of weird. It makes you think, like, oh my gosh, the first entire movie was planned. Yeah. Boy, was he planned, right? Or was he another of Tyrell's things where he's trying to get a human to fall in love with a replicant? To get that to work. That seems entirely unnecessary, but... I don't know. But uh, that's a little bit. That's a bit of a stretch from Tyrell a writing could have standpoint. Slept with like, her, right? Or he could have artificially inseminated her, or any of these other things that could have been done. Like that doesn't. It is the only way. Spencer. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure there are other ways, but okay. Yeah, maybe. It is the decor. If, if your goal was to have the kid, but maybe he also wanted to see if he could get a human, especially one who works at killing replicants, could fall in love with a replicant, which means the replicant has a soul. And then it is only with a decker pecker. <laughs> Do you see where I'm going, though? Let's go deep. Uh, Let's go deep. <laughs> <laughs> Guess how this podcast is going to start. Let's go. Oh Let's, Let's go deep. Jacques Cousteau. Jacques Cousteau deep. Ah, uh, shit. Well, so that's the funny thing about the the original is that she's the only one with memories in the original, right? Mm, right. She's the only replicant that has memories that are false memories. In this, they're all supposed to have false memories. They all are supposed to have implanted memories. Hmm. Yeah, because she said it makes them better at something down the road. Well, she wasn't a six. She no, was she a, was some new model that was, was being a, produced, yeah. but she was the only one that was... To Decker, she was a ten. Uh, <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Or not. <laughs> or not. <laughs> she was the only one that had these implanted memories. Right. Damn. So good and so disappointing at the same time. But I got to watch it again. I can't. I, I need to watch this two or three times. to Look, I had a great time. They spent how much on this movie? $150 million? $180 million. $180 million. And you said this weekend, this already, it's Friday today. So it's it estimated to make about 45 in the weekend. Crazy. What I'm seeing is I'm seeing the I'm seeing the <laughs> tomato meter drop, actually. It ah. is dropping. And the whole time we're watching this, I'm like... 
I'm surprised this audience is into it. It's Thursday. It's obviously all the fans. I'm like, I wouldn't want to be here on Sunday when there are all the people expecting like the Avengers 3 in this film. I was actually worried for you. I'm like, oh my God, they're going to start eating. They're going to start making noise or whatever. And the, right. most, the person who was eating the most was Steven, actually. <laughs> the people I'm at like, the end. Stop picking up the bag. The people at the end when the credits came on, the people that like applauded awkwardly. Did you hear that? Oh, and yeah. There yeah. were like a handful of people who were like, I don't think people liked it, it as like, much. Yeah, and it was sort of like uh, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was liked as much as uh, <laughs> as people thought. Like me, I was. I think I didn't like it on my first viewing as much. But yeah. it, I think that was the case with the original Blade Runner. I think you have to like digest yeah. it. So yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. give it another chance. I'm it, gonna watch yeah. it again. Yeah, give it more time. I didn't um, think I would want to sit through it again, but I probably should at some point. I'll watch some other movies. I think I'm gonna enjoy it, but I need to do it by myself. Like yeah. I said, I gotta do this. I really didn't like having other people in the room watching this because this is a very cerebral film. Yeah. And it it feels to me like a very personal experience. Um, But like I was saying, I I don't think the general audience is going to like this at all. No, I I don't think it'll perform as well. I mean, those things happen where like the critics are like, you know, universal acclaim for this movie and then everyone winds up. Right, but the critics being, poise, being disappointed. Like the average, the average viewer will not be satisfied. In my opinion, it. the critics tend to have kind of we are critics, I guess, right now, but they tend to have more patience with movies because they, the, the slower stuff, they understand it's it's a little bit different, right? Yeah. But more of the general audience, there's a lot of people who just want to go see a movie and have a good time, and I think there's a lot of people who are gonna go in this Blade Runner thinking there's gonna be like shooting and replicants and space and battles and whatever and like in whatever and throw some philosophical stuff in there, but it doesn't have a lot of that. Well, they're there for Ryan Gosling. That's all I'm going to say. Really? Yeah, most people are going to go see it because of Ryan Gosling. I'd, of those yeah. people. Those uh, of the what people. Do you mean? What do you mean those? <laughs> of the people that are not fans of Blade Runner or know what to expect. Okay. Like, oh, let's go see the latest Blade, um, you know, Harrison Ford, Ryan Gosling. Maybe. Movie. And they're going to be like deeply disappointed because like even I found that the movie was slow. That's why the sex scene is important. It's not a sex scene. It's not. It's too long, George. Okay, I'm going to change the subject. Atari logo. I Beautiful. really loved seeing the Atari logo, but it's in the post. There's two versions of the poster, by the way. There's like the red and the blue side, and like Harrison Ford's on the blue side. Yeah. Ryan Gosling on the red. And there's like the city behind them, but then it's like an updated version where it's the logo from Atari. Great marketing. I thought that the, the original had product placement that felt like tdk it was making a some kind of statement and this i was like i don't know what kind of statement you're trying to make except that atari survived all these years or that they're getting money from putting sony and these other all all the two i remember is sony it's a sony movie the original wasn't i don't think no this one is a sony movie yeah I read somebody making the point that that's actually an example of like international corporations establishing themselves everywhere. Sony now owns Blade Runner. That's interesting because how do they let Atari? Because they were making a console, right? And Sony PlayStation. Yeah. There was like a Coke logo too, right? Oh, there was yeah, some other Coke. thing. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't Atari? It wasn't the first one. Atari was in the first one. Yeah. Okay. That's probably why. Just to continue that theme. Some companies made it. Yeah. That's the stuff I would have liked to see a little bit more of. Like, you know how there's a, before he gets into his apartment and there's people outside and there's all these people and those are the different kinds of people and there's an old lady and she's like, and at the police station, there's all these people working there. 
those are the only two scenes where there's like people in the movie. That that yeah, the street scene and the and and, and, and the police station where he apartment. gets and like one of them gets like skin job right, and he puts his head down. I'm like, I I was expecting this world to be a little bit more populated. There was people there. There's people in the apartment that can't fit. They're all. But sitting it's after in the, this. It's after this kind of gigantic war or whatever, right? So it. it well, the war was before the, the war, first the, one. The blackout, where like the presumably, black- yeah. Well, I think his research and story just took place in more remote places, and that's why it feels like there was no more, not enough people. Yeah. But there does, there definitely seem to be a less densely pop. Well, I don't know. Like the street scenes in Blade Runner too, like they're not overpopulated with people. It's not. It's supposed to be that, you know, terrible things have happened, and it is a dystopian future where like, the maybe there was there were a lot of people at one point, but it's actually come back down. What was I, interesting was also that there was all this Russian. And and Cyrillic versus the original U- USSR. These, I don't think right. it's Russia. I think it's USSR. But people were speaking Russian, right? Were they, were they not? Yeah, but it's it's US. well, yeah, it is kind of like an alternate sort of. It's right. It's like an alternate right future. Um, instead of uh, there were far more East Asian people, right? And um, in the original, and then this is. I like that there's a change of that kind. It's not the same, exactly the same thing. But anyway. I think I think the ballerina scene was almost looked felt to me that the same as the eating scene where he's like at the beginning where he's like eating and there's all these people with the umbrellas going by. The ballerina is dancing and there's these people with umbrellas going by and all that. I think that the world has changed. I think why this movie doesn't have as many people and it doesn't show as many people which I, I was hoping it would show a little bit more so it feels more alive, but maybe well, that's the point. Maybe it doesn't have all these people because in the future, and that's what he does. He goes into his apartment, he locks himself up, and he's, he prefers to spend time with a virtual person instead of a real person. And I think everybody's gearing to uh, moving towards that direction. Like everybody we see in the movie, every, the guy at the beginning, the he maybe because he doesn't want to be found out, but he's working by himself on the farm. Uh, he's isolated. Robin Wright seems like she's isolated, right? Uh, the the rich guy definitely isolated by himself. I don't know. Everybody feels like they just pr- maybe they would prefer to just be by themselves and yeah, instead of other people. Well, it's definitely where we're headed. Yeah, we're doing it right. We we some most days. You're like I don't enjoy movie theaters anymore. <laughs> right. I don't right. want to be here right now. I mean, we go yeah, <laughs> can we just record this remotely? There's and we could. Three right? people in the room. But that's another example. We used to get together and play games, and now we're all substituted by doing it over the internet from our from our desks or something, all right? Totally. Anyway. And I, how attached are we to our phones? I think it's another message about the, about the future. The future? The future is yeah. now. The joy of futures to come. And the, the rain is supposed to be acidic and like he's sitting in the rain enjoying it there's some stuff i'm like why that doesn't make sense well because it doesn't hurt him he's not real but he is they die like they have this in them and i think it's a defensive mechanism so they don't take over humanity that they die as easily as humans do oh interesting Hmm. right right Mm -hmm. okay final thoughts final thoughts I found it interesting that there was like huge nipples in the movie everywhere. That's your final thought. That's my final thought. 
Spencer. I'm trying to decode why that happened in the movie, why there was huge nipples everywhere. There was a lot more nudity in this. Absolutely, yeah. And and huge erect nipples everywhere. Might I say? <laughs> it's well the the thing with the the Vegas stuff, I think it was you're right. It was like this there were prostitutes there were there's more nudity and then the scene in vegas it was like these these statues in these positions that were like it was pornographic almost yeah right? there's like, also the the, the purple sex one and yeah. behind the blurry window yeah yeah right? that exactly right yeah and the big purple one right and that was it was like one of those statues walking right that was interesting it was it was totally it was totally interesting and i don't know what what the message there was I don't know. That is it was... that w- even her name, Joy, right? It's a pornographic thing. Is it like humanity just like turned into that? Maybe that's a commentary it's... on the, the way things are going too. It's or... like so the, the THX. Everyone remember the the THX scene where he's he's you know they're not allowed actually to have sex. They're not supposed to be having sex, but he's watching something on like TV and has this like machine or whatever that's supposed to be it's like masturbating him right like automatically where i mean right, he's right. watching these this performance you're talking about the george of, lucas movie yeah 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 um that it's it's like that that people aren't actually going to be interacting with one another anymore and and um i don't know then i don't know what they were intending to do with that i'm not sure what the what the point of that yeah. but i kind of noticed it. it it felt weird it felt like i, I was like are women in this being portrayed as you often are kind of concerned like you think of like a frank miller like you think of like sin city where it's just like the women are all prostitutes or but that was, or like damsels in distress and it's always and that's th- not true but the resistance one that's running the resistance is a female right uh the robin the, Wright yeah. character is a female yeah yeah and so Our that was bad guy is a female yeah that wasn't the same thing in this but it was interesting to see that there were a lot of depictions of women that did take me sexualized back thinking that the movie was older i don't know even though it's set in the future you know what i mean it did yeah. somehow made me feel like the old blade runner kind of yeah because men weren't sexualized in this movie no, like, but like we never were. got to see any skin from Ryan Gosling. I mean, come on. Right. Go watch some of the other movies where he, like, yeah. he takes off his shirt and it's like, oh, is that painted or whatever she says. Yeah. There you go. Oh, you saw that movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. All right. Final thoughts for Harry are nipples. Okay. For me, <laughs> do you want to add anything else, Harry? I don't want to leave you with just that. Oh, nipples and... Um, and <laughs> <laughs> and I really like how it started with an eye because it was so important to the first film. Yes. First beginning shot. I'm like, how are they going to start this movie? Don't disappoint me. And it did not disappoint me. Mm-hmm. The beginning was great. Uh, I got to rewatch this again. There's a lot of details that I probably missed. And it's. I think it's definitely a movie that requires another uh, another viewing. Yeah. It's like how I and why I watch Oblivion. I love that movie. I also really like the story for some reason and the two characters. But... I love watching it for the visual experience, and I think this one will be one of those, at the very least. So I would recommend it. It'll be a good drinking movie for me. Yeah, and but I, you know what, people, I don't know what if you said it, if it was a, you said it wasn't a good direct sequel. Like for me, I mean, I was, I mean, I wasn't as attached as you maybe because I felt like it was a worthy sequel. Like I feel like Denis did a good job, and everybody involved did a good job trying yeah. to bring this world to life. Yeah, yeah, for sure. uh, Now I agree. I don't know how you could have yeah. done it differently, yeah. to be honest. I mean, it, we know all know how worse it could have been. Yeah, for sure. Could have been like ten times. It could have been times. a total gong show. <laughs> it could have been a total. And it's, gong it show. was not. Nope. 
and maybe next time I watch it, maybe I'll fall completely in love with it. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Or th- or 20 years from now, like the other one. <laughs> People will be yeah, like, right. Blade Runner uh, 2049 is brilliant. His movies are going to be so bad in 20 years. Well, everything um, is repeating itself now. Spencer, do you have final thoughts? That's good. That's You're good? That's good. That. Nipples? Yeah. Nothing? Nope. <laughs> don't, don't travel to the bottom of Hype Ocean. Right. Lesson learned, kids. Why? Unless, Why? unless, unless it's a uh, Mad Max. Unless you're Come ready for the potential to be disappointed. Dune, Dune, you'll probably go oh, to man. the bottom I again. Dune. <laughs> I say get. I'll talk excited. about something later with Dune after this podcast is over. We'll talk about Dune. <laughs> I say, I say, get excited. I say, go to hype. Like I, yeah, I was not. I, I felt, didn't walk away from this disappointed. I didn't walk away from it that disappointed. And people will say to you like, oh. The only reason I would say don't get super hyped up is because everyone around you will be like, oh, see, it's because you got too hyped up. And that's right. why you that's why you didn't like it. It's like, no, 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 no. no. And it's not that I didn't like it. It's just, or that's why you were disappointed about something. Right, right. Or that's why you were disappointed by this scene or there are these characters, something like that. No, no, no. I would have been disappointed with some of those scenes or disappointed with some of those characters or disappointed with the story either way. Regardless. But I wanted to, I wanted to return to... Because it is such a monumental thing. Because it is such a, a, a relic for me. I wanted to. At least go they back didn't there. do the fucking Star Wars thing that after 30 years we do the same story with new graphics. Yeah. Or the same the same movie with right. new graphics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Do you, gotta do give them, you gotta give them credit for that. Like, this is, this is, it feels like a Braid Runner film, but it, it doesn't have that much to do with the first one. So, good job. Well. Thanks, guys. It's always fun to talk movies with you. And even though we're all over the place, we hope you enjoyed this all over the place episode uh, reviewing Blade Runner. Uh, we will try to get this live for you right away. So hopefully, because you're listening to it, it's already live. Uh, <laughs> send us your uh, cut cinephasia <laughs> moments. Uh, if you have any you'd like us to share, uh, our email is cinephasiapodcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget, we're on social media. Please like, follow us, and rate us. That's it. That's all, folks. Bye.